This episode of Off Campus is brought to you by Poopery. Don't get schooled by bathroom odor. Poopery transforms your bathroom experience by stopping bathroom odor before it begins. Get a free trial at poopery.com slash back to college or pick it up at your local Bed Bath and Beyond. Once again, that is poopery, P-O-O-P-O-U-R-R-I.com slash back to college or pick it up at your local Bed Bath and Beyond. Welcome, friends and family. Betches Media presents Off Campus. Ready to party with Taylor Jackson. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. And Molly Rain. This year we're going to grab the bull by the balls and kick those punks off campus. School is officially in session, Betches, and you're listening to the first ever episode of Off Campus by Betches Media, the newest college podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Jackson. And I'm Molly Rain. Um, So Off Campus is basically a podcast that's a safe haven for all you people who wake up the next morning and genuinely wonder what the fuck went wrong last night. It's the honest truth of truth about college freshman orientation and those dumb team building exercises are bullshit and we all know it so let's talk about it well a little bit about ourselves so you guys get to know the host we've been best friends since what sixth grade sixth grade play practice we met play practice yes we're kind of losers in a sense we actually were enemies in the beginning but now things flourished and we actually went to the same um city for college i went to temple university and I went to the University of the Arts for dance. And, you know, we were just two best friends in the same city and got into lots of trouble. And we thought that we should share it with you guys. Yeah, because we all know that college is kind of a fucking mess. So a ratchet mess. This is your this is your safe space, everybody. We're not therapists, by the way. Disclaimer. We're not therapists, but we definitely won't judge you. And we ju- want this to be a place where if you wake up you know, on Sunday morning and you feel like a crackhead, but you're like, hey, I have a really funny story from this. I want to share it. Well, we want to hear your story and rehash it. No bullshit here. Judgment free zone, always. Okay, so for the first episode, guys, we're kind of following the college journey month by month. So this episode, we're covering move-in day, the disaster that is move-in day, Um, living with a complete stranger for the first time in shitty dorm rooms, Um, And dating in college. Yeah, and what better way to kick off the school year than with a Four loco? Oh, yes, everybody. A cold Four loco. Our news story of the day. Quite shocking. Brings back a lot of terrible memories. But Four loco has just announced that they're coming out with a hard seltzer with 14% alcohol volume. I am highly, highly concerned. I just have one thing to say. I saw this on Twitter and I actually thought that someone made this as a joke. And then I saw that it was followed by fucking Natty Light Natterdays has a seltzer. And I was like, oh, somebody edited this picture. This actually can't be real. It's like... It's too much to take. Stay in your fucking lane. For Loco, you kind of ruined our lives years ago. 
And we don't want you back. And now we're on to the White Claws and the seltzers and things of that nature. And we thought we got rid of you. But now you're coming. Like, Just stay in the lane because this is disaster written all the fuck over it. Like I saw a meme that was like four locos walked. So um, White Claws could run. And then four loco on Twitter literally quoted that <laughs> and said... White Claw ran so Four Locos could fly. <laughs> no, Four Loco clapped the fuck back. and it's, So they could fly. It's terrifying. I will. I don't think I, so. I remember our my last Four Loco experience because I will never sip on a Four Loco ever again. So this is, um, hi mom, if you're listening, you'll really love this little bit. Um, it was junior year of high school. Mm. <laughs> yeah and molly and i were into the rave scene for some for some reason and we were going to this concert called twerkaholics twerkaholics that's like disgusting and my mom little old mother <laughs> thought i was tucked away in bed at my friend's grandma's house because that's what i told her yeah but, we both lied and said that we were sleeping at our friend's house which yeah. was around the corner from both of our houses lies now we're in west philadelphia we're from new jersey by the way south jersey um I'm in West Philadelphia staying at a guy's house who was at the time, well, yeah, two years older than me. He was um, in, in college and I had drank a, f- a Four loco that night and went back to his apartment and felt really fucking woozy and sick because that shit is poison. This is when it was like right off the shelves Four loco. You know what I mean? Not when they took it off and then came back with like less alcohol. No, this was the real deal. Fruit punch flavor. Oh, I can literally taste it. I'm going to be sick. And I got the spins, went to his bathroom. Mind you, I'm my face is covered in rave gems, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Like glitter everywhere. And you know what he says to me, this asshole? He says, eh, you ought to take those off your face. I'm like, <laughs> um, okay, might as well just go fuck myself. Um, so I got the spins, went to the bathroom, puked absolutely everywhere, red for loco. He's standing outside of the bathroom, and he goes, ah, you know, I could have used somebody's help or support in this this dire time. He says, I don't really like throw up. I'm going to stay out here. I said, okay. So anyway, that taste has never left my mouth. Um, and my mom thought I was sleeping at my friend's grandma's house. But really, I'm at a boy she doesn't know his apartment, apartment in Philadelphia. So Four Locos really just hit home for me there, you know. I feel like Four Locos with me, I really only drank for some reason, like the red fruit punch kind. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if I taste it another kind. I, maybe they just only had the red at the liquor stores where we lived. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the last time that I had one, um, clearly I had a lot of smarts in me. I would literally go to a rave, drink a Four loco, and then do Molly in the same night. And it's just like, I'm confused as how I woke up the next day with a beating heart. No, that's just <laughs> Yeah, let's do some ecstasy, and then on top of that, let's (laughs) add on a four four loco. So I just think four loco's got some balls coming back. I think they want to give the college community a little scare, or maybe they're like, you know, incoming freshmen right now. You guys didn't, you don't really know four locos, so like, this is a new experience for you. I'm just be be careful, obviously, um, because they tend to. No good stories really come out. And we've kind of realized that off of our Instagram poll. We did one the other day at Off Campus. Obviously, follow it. And I said, what does For Loco like remind you of? So we're just going to rattle off some of the answers we got from you guys. Um, so the first one. A lot of these were just like this one, though. Nothing because I was blacked out. Um, Sigma Chi basement. <laughs> I think it's Sigma Chi. Sigma Chi, whatever. <laughs> Getting a concussion on St. Patty's Day. 
That one kills me. Losing my virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, good for you. You know, see, Four Loko has been there for all the monumental moments of your life. It has. Being carried. I relate. Wow. This is a retweet. Being carried out of bonfires in the woods when I was 14. (laughs) That's literally my life in one sentence. Gasoline. (laughs) True. And this is one of my favorite battery acid. I mean, I don't think that people can honestly say, wow, I had a really great time when I drank those two Four Locos. Like, I think every story is either I was nearly alcohol poisoned or I have a hilarious story. It's not like, wow, I really remember that night. Like, I made really great decisions. Yeah, when you're planning to drink a Four Loco for the night, like, you're like, that's like, that's like a commitment. You knew like a week in advance you were drinking Four Locos next Friday. You know? I feel like we would try to, when we were like underage in high school, we would like, scramble like ah let's get fucked up really quick oh Easy. it's gonna be it's gonna be four loco Easy. i can like still taste it imagine it going down my throat it just feels so unnatural, unnatural. going down your throat it's complete. it's like it's harsh yeah another alcohol that re- brings back the same type of memories for me from my freshman and you know early years of college is burnett's for those of you who don't know burnett's you're lucky but anyway it's eleven dollar plastic bottle of vodka no, a handle is literally i think like 11 dollars. a handle that's so disturbing and, and the handle itself is plastic and i remember I, I can like squeeze like the belly of it like it's that fucking cheap it's fucking disgusting it's like you can move it it's it's disgusting it's but really gross it's that, done me well that was one of my move-in essentials you know oh yeah i mean you could get like four handles for like before college i uh, remember i had the plug you know, get me some brunettes, hit it in the suitcase so mom and dad wouldn't see when they're unpacking me on moving day, which moving day is actually an absolute fucking mess disaster if your school doesn't have its shit together. No, it's a mess. Um, but what I would want to say going into moving day, since this is the exact time of year when a lot of that is happening, yeah, you guys you are probably already done moving it. in right now. I feel like this week and next week is like the big week for moving. I like going into moving day was like looking at the amount of crap that was in my freaking mom and dad's car. And I was like, this is going to take an eternity. But I just kept thinking that like once I got it done and once my parents left that it was fucking party time. And like I just got it. I banged it all out. And um, that's just what got me through. And it's really only one day of your life. It's annoying for a bit. But yeah. I would just say, like, let whoever is there with you help you. That's what they're there to do. Yeah. And, like, you're going to get annoyed with your mom and dad. Like, your mom's going to be real anal about everything. Dad's going to be kind of almost in the way. But, like, your mom's, like, bossing him around. I think I physically pushed my dad out of the way. I was like, go sit somewhere. Yeah. Go sit. It is frustrating. But, like, at the end of the day, as soon as your parents leave, it's sad for, like, 0.3 seconds maybe. Um, and then you're like, holy shit. I'm on my own. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. It's actually great. Um, but I had a funny move-in story. I was on the 11th floor, actually, which was the top floor at Temple. Um, my move-in day wasn't, like, too unorganized. It was actually it was actually pretty smooth. Um, but the whole idea of, like, I lived in a dorm room that's meant for two people, but we had it was, like, a triple, so it was, like, three of us. So I made sure I got there first because I got to pick my bed. So that's, like, a piece of advice I would, I would like, like, would want yeah go I would want early to know, go early to be all of that like rush and you know all that crap okay i just thought of a um move-in story 
I remember that, of course, I call myself last minute Molly because I wait to the last minute to do everything. And my mom is always on my case like, why are you waiting this long? So, of course, I waited till the day of moving to get my student ID picture taken. And my mom's like, why did you do that? You could have uploaded it on the computer. They could have just printed your ID. Now you have to wait in this long fucking line. It's going to take all day. So I go to the admissions place and I'm like, hi, I need my picture taken. And as I'm at the admissions place getting my picture, I see my roommate. Mind you, I only know her because I found her on Facebook. And I purposely don't say hi. I'm like, mom, that's my roommate. And she's like, hurry up and get that fucking like picture done. Like, get it done. We have to make it to the room before she does so you can pick your bed. (laughs) So I got this picture done, printed the ID. Me, my mom, and my dad sprinted across the street to my dorm to beat this fucking bitch to the room so I could get the pick of the bed. What do you know? I'm first. Mind you, I was like, oh, I get to pick this which side of the room as if it was like life or death. But I still got there first and got to pick. So I would definitely advise getting there early because I yeah. don't know, you get to like feel out the room and be like, who? I want to sleep here. Yeah, I, I was asleep there. I was in a triple. So there's three beds in a room that's like meant for two. And I got there first. So I, you know, I got to pick and choose. Um, my bed, which was obviously the best one. Um, so I know sometimes move-in day is disastrous. Sometimes you see crazy shit. Uh, like, for instance, all those, like, frat signs that the frat houses have hanging. Those nasty ones that you're like, oh, my God, Dad, please don't look over there. It says, I kind of live for those. It says, like, cougar moms, come call me daddy. <laughs> or, like, some shit like that. I saw one on Instagram, and it was like... <laughs> Moving day is for fathers, but welcome week is for daddies. Yeah, like some shit like that. So we want to see your move-in photos of anything crazy or just like if it's like a hot fucking mess and you kind of want to roast your university. Um, also, your move-in stories, good, bad, whatever. We'd love to read them since we know move-in time is literally right now. It's the worst day of the year, but it'll be over before you know it. And we want to see your footage. I mean... The is photos. your roommate a weirdo? Is the family weird? Oh, yeah. Did your parents embarrass you? Um, what the fuck was happening? So email your move-in pictures, stories, whatever the fuck you want, off campus at Betches.com, or you can DM us on Insta at off campus. So obviously with move-in day, you're moving in with literally a complete utter stranger, unless you met on Facebook or you have mutual friends, whatever. You're sharing 10 by 10 foot space with this person now i'm i'm like not good with like um measurements but that the like, room is like a goddamn it's prison like a, cell. it's a prison cell and a dorm room is literally a prison cell the mattress is rock hard about two inches uh thick you might as well get a good ass mattress pad that's that's like, i did i bought one it was like it was 80 dollars. i mean that's a little crazy but it's fucking worth it like you're literally sleeping on a goddamn rock. You're sleeping on a goddamn rock. The stranger that you're sleeping next to. You could practically hold hands with them. You literally could hold hands with them. I have a really, um, it's going to make me sound like a bully, my, my freshman year roommate situation. But as I said, I lived with two other girls in a triple. And um, the one girl I knew, she's actually still my really good friend. Um, her name's Gianna. Hi, Gianna. 
And before moving in, we're like, okay, we're going to live together. It was like a mutual friend situation. We're like, but the only thing left is a triple. And I had another like friend of a friend that wanted to live with us. And we're like, okay, you get this bed. Like we'll all sign up together. You get this bed. So me and Gianna already set in the room. And our other friend is like taking a little bit to get the room. So we're like, oh, come on, come on, come on. So a stranger hops in the bed. Not like literally, but you know what I mean? Like submitted herself for that room. Like a random person did? Yeah. So me and Gianna are like, oh, what the fuck do we do? So I, Gianna's like, let's email them. So we find this girl on Facebook because we saw her name on the roster. We find her on Facebook and Gianna Facebook messages her and was like, hi, sorry, this is so awkward, but we were kind of waiting for our friend to have the bed that you picked. So could you maybe like drop out? And then Oh my God. <laughs> okay, Regina George and Gretchen Peters. <laughs> so she says she's sweet as pie. She's like, sure. So she drops out. We're like, okay, come on. We're waiting for our friend to hop in, hop in, never hops in. Another girl jumps in. I'm like, oh God. So Gianna's like, I did it before. You got to do it this time find the girl on facebook i message her i tell her the situation she don't give a flying fuck does she no no she's she was sweet too and she was like oh yeah sure okay so then i get a message from the university like whatever the fucking not the dean but you know the guidance counselor or some shit and she's like hi um taylor and gianna please stop bullying girls out of your room um (laughs) housing is really tight right now and it's really not fair to these girls that you're telling to leave so we're like oh great whatever so then we're waiting for our friend again she had one more chance but she just wasn't quick enough and we had a stranger hop in, so we had to deal with that. I mean, she was, like, fine. She obviously, like, didn't vibe with us. I wasn't going to, uh, you know. Force it. Force anything. But other than that. I'm trying to think. So for freshman year, I actually had a rather, I guess it was apartment-style dorm. And I met my roommate on the fucking corny-ass Facebook group that makes me sick that the university set up and it's so funny because well it's actually so embarrassing I am like very embarrassing I wrote on the page hey my name is Molly and I like to party who wants to be my roommate that is so pathetic (laughs) who does that that's literally so pathetic hey my name is Molly and I like to party who oh my god to room with me i guess i was like i mean it's very true and i was probably just trying to be like straight up but like i gave no information i i didn't even say where i was from i didn't say i was a dance major like hey maybe any other dance majors like want to room with me i like to party i just say i like to party i thought it was it was gonna get a lot of hits it, it, that could mean so it, many it different things it literally didn't get many it could hits. mean you have a subtle coke addiction it could mean true. you 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 and that's not true it could mean you enjoy you know a few cocktails um, it could mean you're a complete loser. Yeah, well, I thought that it was really going to blow up, but it didn't. So I had to start messaging people. So I was like finding people on this page that, you know, looked like up my alley. And I met this girl. We seemed like we were really going to mesh. But um, I mean, we did to a point, but then it got a little like funky. Um, so one of the first like few weeks of school, I was going to take a shower Thank God we had a shower in our room. It was not communal bathroom. As Lucky. I said, this was an apartment style um, setup, although it was rather small. So I was in the shower and I looked down to grab my shampoo and I see a bloody tampon just hanging out in the corner. 
so and i'm sick. like you know in the shower oh inside of the shower like you know those little nooks and crannies like the sides of the shower you can put your shampoo and crap yeah yeah was there i'm sick. a bloody tampon i'm like hmm, lovely so i <laughs> really avoid that was this Whole like in the first weeks of school oh yeah i said yeah one of the first few weeks and i'm like i'm gonna be tr- tr- like at least try to try to be cool about this and i because you because you're molly and you like to party because <laughs> i'm molly and i like to party so i'm trying to keep it cool but low-key i'm a germ germaphobe and i mean it's not even about being a germaphobe no that's disgusting i yeah. feel like i could get some sort of like disease from that. everyone would be sick of if you're not sick when you see that you're like socio you're a sociopath right so Ugh. i'm wrapped in my towel and i go out and i'm like um i think you um forgot your used tampon in the shower guess what this bitch says mm, yeah. oh my god i'll definitely go clean that up uh, I'll, I'll i said <laughs> i'm not gonna do it <laughs> yeah, what did she say? oh you're gonna go clean it up how about right now how about right now and how about you take the bucket of bleach <laughs> and the sponge you get on your hands and knees and start scrubbing and miss cinderella get to work because i don't need no weird substances in my bathhouse. Ew, and she probably didn't really go like deep clean on no, that. No, and mind you, this girl was like a lazy cleaner. Later did I find out. So that blood stain is probably still somewhere in yeah. that dorm room. Oh, that's so, so deserving. Yeah, but when dirt, like there's like a difference between like weird roommates and then like dirty roommates. Like you could love your roommate, but they could just have like dirty habits. And that's when things get like a little like, no, I think it's messy versus dirty. Like, I think you could have a messy roommate that leaves their clothes on the floor and shit, yeah, which is whatever. Like, but it's the maybe di- like doesn't clean up their food the next day. But then it's like the dirty ones that like you pick up on their habits and you're like, oh, my God, they're not brushing their teeth. Yeah. Like you see. Holy shit. They're not washing their face. Like their like, hygiene routine. You're actually physically dirty. Yeah. And you're not taking a shower. Yeah. And if it's honestly. You're not cleaning your. Di- oh, if I it's can't. like messing with with like you and your personal life, that's when I would suggest saying something. I remember after sophomore to senior year, I lived with five other girls and like obviously things are bound to get messy but like when things started to get dirty I was like no I can't live like this like we didn't have a dishwasher so the dishes would like pile up would when I say pile like you would see flies like fucking flying around the pile high thing of dishes so I was so fed up one day I said you know what I got my paper and my pens and my sharpies and I didn't even tell them I made a dish list so I said Monday through Sunday no, a chore chart. A chore chart is literally needed. It doesn't even matter if you have one roommate. Like if you're in your freshman dorm, sophomore dorm, whatever dorm, even in a house with just one other person, a fucking chore chart is necessary. Necessary if things aren't being done because it literally holds people accountable. You look at a chart and they don't have the check done and the house is a mess. You're like, yo, bro. It's like it's your turn. It's, it's literally up on the wall. Like it's your turn. It's a great like call out. It's like we're back in kindergarten, but you know what? It's got to no, be because it some works. people don't know how to clean up after themselves. So just say something. That's all you got to say. And even if you have your friends coming over and they're like, yo, your place is a mess. And then you just point to the chart and you're like, it's not on me. I don't know. It's like an icebreaker type of thing, you know, then you're kind of more comfortable with each other um, and like sharing all your shit and like your personal spaces, especially dorm rooms when you're sharing a communal bathroom with 30 plus 
people sometimes co-ed, which is like very disgusting. Is that me. even allowed? Yeah. Like, co-ed floors? Mm-hmm. With bathrooms, yeah. Co-ed bathrooms. Are you serious? Yeah. I feel like everyone would be having sex in the showers or something. <laughs> probably. Literally, oh my probably. God. I actually didn't even know. I thought that like most colleges were like girl floors, guy floors. No, we had like girl floors, guy floors, and then like co- a few co-eds Holy mixed shit. in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sharing a bathroom nor shower with any little ratchet 19-year-old guy. Ugh. Exactly. You don't know what he's doing in there, to be honest. Um, But honestly, going to the bathroom in front of each other is a crucial icebreaker because you can't hide it forever. Everybody shits. And if you don't, if you're trying to hold back, it's unhealthy. Just go to the fucking bathroom. Go to the fucking bathroom. And with poopery, it doesn't make things awkward and a lot easier. It's a moving essential. This episode of Off Campus is sponsored by Poopery. Don't get schooled by bathroom odor. Poopery transforms your bathroom experience by stopping bathroom odor before before it even begins. At Bet- Betches HQ, we have an unlimited supply of poopery. It's everywhere. Everybody is obsessed with it. They're always asking, hey, do we have any more poopery? I want to take some back to the apartment. I've taken back to the apartment. Molly has it. I have it on deck in my apartment. Taylor gives it to me. I'm like, keep it coming. Yeah, I give it to my whole family. Like, literally, it's like free, f- it's like free Christmas gifts. I'll send it to them. They're obsessed. I kind of wish that I had it at college. I do, too, because honestly, my room was so small and like the bathroom was right there. It just honestly, it saves a lot of awkwardness. A lot of awkwardness. It's a good icebreaker. And even like for the communal bathroom situation. Oh, God. It's perfect for on for your own sake at the communal bathroom. Why do you? Why do you want to smell all that stuff? Exactly. Because the people that don't have poopery, you're, you're walking in the communal bathroom and you're like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It reeks in here. So you don't even got to use it for yourself. You could clean up after somebody else. That's what I would do. I'd go around stench. every toilet. Yeah. And just spray it. We want you guys to get poopery for college and we're giving you a free trial at www.poopery.com slash back to college. That's www.poopery.com poopery.com slash back to college or you could even pick it up at your local bed bath and beyond that sounds lit i wish i had this offer speaking of shitty situations we're headed right into our disaster roommate stories of the week please send them in guys email us at offcampus at betches.com also you can slide into our dms this week's stories are coming straight from instagram because we asked and you guys told us so we're gonna read off some of the best answers we got for our disaster roommate and we've read them all so keep sending you will be featured so the first one disaster roommate she put her dead fish in the freezer just why see this is what i'm thinking like how how big is this fish is it a goldfish wait pet fish i didn't know that people still did that yeah that's fucking red flag number one weird i had a pet fish when i was five and i named it molly and it died the next day yeah i had a pet fish and my cat ate it (laughs) (laughs) one of those beta ones those fuckers Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So, but, but why? I mean, I know that there's no pets in the dorms, but so I guess they were like, oh, oh so let's have a pet fish. But like, she's breaking the rules. But no, this is what I'm saying. Like, well, how big is this fish that she has to save it in the freezer? Like, maybe she was planning to this eat could be it? weird to eat it. It could be like some voodoo thing. All right. I don't know about the voodoo. I would, <laughs> my mind is going right to like eating, eating it. it. But that's like considered. Or um, I don't, maybe she was like drunk and. No, I, I don't know. I just need to. No, I gotta get 
gotta get that out of my head. Yeah, I want to just flush the fucking fish down the toilet. Okay, number two. She shared a Google Doc detailing how I was a horrible person in bullet points. That is like sending the an email that you were talking shit on someone to that person. Like, was this on purpose? Or was she just keeping tally of all the shit that she hated about her roommate and accidentally sent it right to her? I honestly think that this must have been a mistake because why wouldn't, if you wanted somebody to see this, why wouldn't you just straight up email it to them? Share it on a Google Doc. I feel like she was <sighs> yeah. like, let me share this with someone to see what they have to say and maybe go so that they can go in there and edit <laughs> Um, sending it to her mom to see if the grammar was correct right. before she sent it out. If I got that about myself, I would literally go in there and edit the fuck out of it and be like, she's actually a great person. Yeah. I but think wait, this was a mistake. I actually don't know if I agree with that because sharing a Google Doc is very intentional. It's not like you're just sending an email. You have to click share and then you have to say like, can this person view it, edit it, and then click share again. Like it's a whole process. So I don't know. That's just fucked up. I wonder <laughs> if there was any confrontation after that because I would have probably fought the girl never been a fight in my life but maybe i would have fought this girl probably okay next one this makes me ill to the core (laughs) she was so dependent on her boyfriend he took her contacts out for every night she he took her contacts out for her oh he took them out for her every night you mean to tell me that somebody else is touching my eyeballs every night out little lenses because I can't do it myself. First of all, there's one issue even before you bring this up is that her boyfriend is staying with you guys every single night. That would annoy the shit out of me. Stay at your own place unless you're paying rent, which this guy sounds like he's probably not. I have run into that so many times. Like the boy constantly there is just a number one like tick off. But like, can you imagine watching this? The boyfriend taking the the contacts out like no, it must be a fetish or something. You know how people are like into like feet and toes. And oh, shit? I'm sick. Ugh, God. Okay, I can't even. Next, a roommate. Oh my God, <laughs> I forgot this was sent in. A roommate tried to push my mom down the steps in our townhouse. <laughs> I don't even mean to laugh. I shouldn't be laughing, but I am. <laughs> Uh, there is so much missing from this. I think I'm going to reach out to this girl who sent this in because I need a full backstory because no one is just um, pushing the roommate's mama mom. down the steps. Yeah, like I just don't know. I don't know where that's coming, but that's really fucked up. If you had to rate out of these four, what's what's the biggest disaster? What are we what are we picking? Oh, I'm 100 percent saying roommate down the, uh, the mom's roommate down the steps. Me too. That's horrible. That is horrible. But whoever put um, submitted that, I will be reaching out to you after we record this episode to get more detail because I'd, I'd love a follow-up here. I, I will sleep a lot better at night if I know this entire story. And I want to make sure that your mother is okay. Okay. How is your mom? Yes. I hope How's she's, mom? I, I, I really hope she's recovered from this. Me too. Um, tragic. Submit your disaster roommate story, please, guys. Email us at offcampusofbetches.com or DM us on Insta. We need we need more because we know it's out there and you guys will be featured, I promise. We will read it. We will feature you. We want to hear it all. We want to hear it all. All right, so with a roommate, normally comes a dorm room. Mm-hmm. Unless you're living off campus for any of your years. Mm-hmm. Or but, commuting, you know. Or commuting, correct. But then you still do have roommates. You got mom, dad, bro, I mean, sis. everyone going into college will probably step foot in a dorm room, if you, even if you're going to visit your friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's and, living in one. Yeah. So just like talking about dorms 
in themselves. They're really like this small little cave where like a lot of like sketchy shit goes down. As mentioned before, like it literally, it is like the prison system, essentially. You're living with a bunch of random people um, in like different levels. And you also have someone like a guard, I guess, could be the RA. Oh, we had security guards at our front desk. Yeah. Like there literally were guards. You yeah. had to, you know, have your ID to get in. Yeah. I was like, I live here. I forgot my ID. They're like, nah. Nah, you got second form? <laughs> Legit. Nah, it's like, like it's what's like your name? Bouncer. I was like, okay, I mean, I hope it's on the list. But. Yeah. Um, but like speaking of like RAs and like, all of that stuff. Uh, I didn't really have like a hard time with my RA really, but it's just like, so it's such bullshit. It's like, it's just like freshman orientation when they're like, Oh, let's do the trust fall in your group. Like all that shit. It's, it's so stupid, but don't cause trouble. Um, hide your alcohol where well, well, or else you will get caught and Molly will get fined $400. Was it 400? It was 250. That's disgusting. So I would just say like when you meet your RA, be very pleasant. Come off very friendly. Don't seem sketchy. Like, make sure that they know that, you know, you're trustworthy, even if you're, you know, throwing, throwing it down in the dorms. So my freshman year, my lovely roommate and her boyfriend asked me to go get them alcohol. I mean, we were all underage, but I had a fake ID, and I was like, Sure, like, just tell me what you guys want. I'll go and get it. So we all leave the room. They go to eat or something, and I go to the liquor store. So they're trying to get back into our dorm room. They were finished before me eating. You know, I was getting the liquor and whatnot. I guess I was just taking longer. And they realized, oh, we're locked out. And they're like, hey, Molly, we're locked out. I'm getting the RA to come to let us in. And I was like, that's not really necessary. I mean, I'm coming back in like 20 minutes. But, you know, they couldn't wait. And they called the RA to let them into our room. So, of course, our RA was not on duty. And they had the fucking head of student life on duty that day <laughs> doing um, lockout, lockout duty. So this fucking bitch lets my roommate and her dumbass boyfriend into our room and this bitch sees an empty handle of captain morgan and a few Ew. empty uh miller light 40s <laughs> that were graciously on display <laughs> so i get back to the room and my roommate's like oh yeah by the way we got fines and i was like girl what <laughs> what did i miss girl where She's like, oh, um, the head of student life led us into the room and saw all your empty bottles. And I was like, okay, well, that's, I'm pretty sure a lesser charge. Like having alcohol in our, in the room at my school was like $250 and then empty stuff was like a hundred. I was like, all right, a hundred dollars. That's not so bad. And then my roommate likes to tell me that she allowed the head of student life to check our refrigerators. <laughs> okay that's like that's like really idiot. and like as a student you're allowed to say no you can't go in there when they ask hey can i check your refrigerator mind you i had no alcohol in there my roommate had bottles of wine that her mother purchased for her that were uncorked and ready to drink and the head of student life was like oh you have like open alcohol in here so it's gonna be a charge of 250 for both of you 
So obviously I was extremely pissed off. I tried to write some huge appeal. They were like, nah, you had liquor in the room. You're fucking beat. So that was $250 later. So everyone out there listening, hide your shit and hide it well. Don't be a dumbass. Don't answer the door. <laughs> don't You don't have to answer the door when the RA answers. I mean, it makes it more sketchy, but like before you answer the door, if you're having a noise complaint, hide the shit. It's like what you do when the cops would show up at a party. Don't answer the door. Turn the lights off. Pretend you're not there. And hide everything fine. before you do and then be like, hey, what's up? Like, how may I help you? You yeah. got to like really play it off. Exactly. It's got to be so casual. Exactly. Everyone knows that one sorority sister that loves to play matchmaker or the roommate that swears if she was you, she could pick up dates left and right. Now it's time to have them put up or shut up. That's why Betches launched SHIP. That's S-H-I-P. Like relationships, friendships, situationships. The new dating app from Betches that lets you find matches with friends. So imagine your friends, family, whoever is in your crew can play their own version of matchmaker and swipe online for you. They can even send out messages on your behalf. So you can enjoy your life and all the frat parties you can handle while everyone else in your life manages your dating. It's like when celebs let their publicists set them up on dates, but the free version and minus Shawn Mendes. Here's how it works. If you're single, you sign up and you invite some friends who can help you find matches. If you're in a relationship but want to set up a friend, you can sign up and invite the friend you want to match for. Then it creates this chat room so you and your friends can view profiles together and you can help your friends out with pickup lines. Molly and I are actually in a crew together for our friend who just broke up with her boyfriend and it is literally so much fun. We match for her all the time and she loves to see like what type of guys Molly picks for her, what type of guys I pick for her. And she's actually been on a few dates and really loves it. Dating is a little ship show. Might as well enjoy it with all of your friends. Finding a date is more fun when you do it with friends. Download the ship dating app at betches.co slash ship. That's betches.co slash S-H-I-P ship to start finding matches today. Speaking of your roommate having a boyfriend in college, I wanted to bring up a heavy topic here is going into college or having a boyfriend or girlfriend in college in general. Honestly, as a freshman, your first year of college, cut ties with the summer fling, cut ties with the high school boyfriend. He is not it. I promise you, you are going to have such a better time going into college single because if you're going in with your boyfriend who you think you're going to be with forever... Um, it's not going to last unless you followed him to school, which is also a giant mistake. Right. He's probably at a different school and you guys might be like long distance is fine. We will text. We will Snapchat. We will do, we will do everything so we can stay together because we love each other so much. Um, honey, I'm sorry, but as soon as little high school Joey goes to his first frat party and he sees about seven blonde girls in mini mini shorts and, and box dyed hair and box dyed hair homie's got a boner and he's running to the bathroom uh, honey, with one yeah. of them <laughs> homie has already had four red cups of natty ice and he is feeling himself and you know what he Sa- forgot about you he forgot about you and guess what he's not gonna tell you and you're not gonna know but he won't open your snapchat that night he won't te- text you back he'll leave you on red 
And that's when things are going to get, you know, sketchy. We want you to have just as good a time as Joey is in that frat basement. I would even, yeah, just going completely single. I was in a situation that was like half and half. And that was an even like bigger mess. Just go completely single. Do your fucking thing. You're 18. You're 19. You're however old. It's all about you. College is a time to like fuck up and do whatever the fuck you want. Without being like held back reporting to anybody it's gonna cause drama you don't want that go hook up with all a cap of sig for all i care don't do that you'll kind of come off as a whore and you might catch an std but do you we don't want high school high school low life holding you back exactly yeah moving right along but that comes into low life type of situation our favorite segment of the week fuck boy moment of the week this is the douche. <laughs> so we have a great submission today. Um, and Molly really wanted to read this one. So I'll let her. I was so eager. Okay. Hi off campus, betches. I was talking to this guy on and off for like all of my sophomore year. We both went to Rutgers, by the way. He transferred to the University of South California of Southern California spring semester and invited me to visit and stay with him that summer. I was super excited and thought maybe this meant that things were going somewhere. Anyway, I buy my plane ticket and I'm on the plane. He sends me a text that says, have a safe flight. I'll see you when you land. Mind you, I am expecting him to pick me up from the airport like we had discussed. I land, get my bags and all my shit. I start texting him and all of a sudden my texts aren't going through. I'm trying to call and it goes straight to voicemail. At first, I thought maybe his phone was dead. So I'm waiting outside of LAX, looking around for his car. Knowing nobody else in the area, going on hour two of waiting, I am now frantically trying to get in touch with this kid. I go to DM him on Instagram, and this motherfucker had me blocked. I then come to realize that this douchebag blocked my phone number as well. And now I am legitimately ghosted at LAX. I cut my losses, found a cheap hotel near the airport, stayed the night, and got on a flight back the next day. So when I get back to school, I'm telling our mutual friends what had happened, and one of them said that he was with another girl that entire weekend. So safe to say I have never talked to this kid since. Love hopped off a plane at LAX and got right back on, betch. From Rutgers University. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck? First of all, LAX is no place where you can just be hanging out. That shit is crazy. And second of all, you know what my crazy ass would have done? I would have gotten in an Uber to University of Southern California, straight to the dean's office, said said his name, and said, give me the roster. Where is this kid? Would have showed up to the kid's dorm and fucking beat the shit out of him. I honestly think that I, I would feel so... Like embarrassed and stupid. I'd be like, well, what the fuck? I just bought a plane ticket. And now you're sitting like a pathetic chump at at LAX waiting for nobody. Literally nobody. Oh my God. This is bad. Chump has been like my word recently. I would feel like such a fucking chump. This guy's a mega chump. This guy is a mega fuckboy. No, I would feel like the chump. Yeah, I guess. I would be the chump. I'd be like, all right. Um, I guess I got to go home. Like, that's horrible. Just blocks her number as she's getting on the plane. 
as she's getting on the plane this dude is a coward a coward a chump a fuck boy a mega fuck boy and honestly he deserves our first ever fuck boy moment of the week he is a fuck boy megastar and the fact that he was with another girl tisk tisk mr lax i hope that you have an STD. Me too. I hope the girl gave you an STD. Um, so we want to hear your fuckboy stories, obviously. Please send us the receipts. Email offcampus at betches.com or DM us on Insta. We want to roast them for you. We're giving you a therapy, a free therapy session to roast the fuck out of these fuckboys. And sadly, we know that you guys out there can top this story, which, which is, is sad. sad, but we cannot wait to roast them. So please send it in. We want to hear and we want to share your story. So instead of wasting your time on the fuckboys of this universe, we want you to waste your time on the Zang Zaddies. This is our another favorite segment of ours where we recognize those Zang Zaddies. Molly hates when I say it. Oh, God, it's not good. <laughs> but anyway, this is where we highlight a hot guy you've seen on Instagram, someone who's, you know, really just out there slaying it, has the shirtless pics, is looking good. And if for those of you who don't know what Zang Zaddy means, it's basically we're just saying, dang, daddy. You know, it's just the daddy of the week. A so little Zang twist. Zaddy. So our first ever Zang Zaddy belongs to none other than Tyler C. Come on at Tyler Holy. Cameron 3. He has been slanging the game. Some people do consider him a fuck boy, but I would have to disagree. He's just a guy from Jupiter, Florida. He was a contractor. He he got his break and he got recognized for how fucking hot he is. Wait, I didn't know that he was from Jupiter, but that makes me like him even more now. Jupiter, Florida? Yeah. I mean, he's been hanging out with Gigi Hadid, the ex from Bachelorette, Hannah, um, Andy Dorfman, and actually allegedly just got lunch with Violet Benson, the one who runs Daddy Issues, but apparently it was just lunch. They're just friends. Well, it's weird. Like, how do I have this man? How do I have him give me his phone number? Um, like, I need to get in touch with Tyler C because he's a freaking Zang Zaddy if I ever saw I one. mean, hey, maybe he's listening to this right now. So, Tyler C, if you are. In Tyler C, please, if you're listening, find me on Instagram. Hit my DMs. Let's go. Hit the DMs. I would so. love to be your next lunch date. Yeah. So if you guys have a better Zang Zaddy that tops Tyler C or hey, if you don't agree with our choice this week, let us know. DM us, email us, you know, you know the drill. Also, we have a very special sorority shout out this week. It's Alpha Gamma Delta from Rutgers University. You guys are the shit. Um, and we just wanted to give you a mini shout out. You're a real one. All right. We are signing off for our first episode of Off Campus. Please don't forget to send us your shit. We want to hear it. We want to rehash it. We want to laugh. We want to punch somebody when we hear that they've done you wrong. <laughs> let us we wanna know. We want to roast them publicly for you. Please just let us know. Thank you for listening to the first ever episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Swipe up, subscribe, follow. See you guys next week. Betches.